Analysis, an episode-by-episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley, and yet again Ethan's buggered off and left me to the introduction duties, so he'll be along later. Um, in this podcast we discuss each episode just after watching, so we've got no idea where the plot's going and no spoilers for future episodes. We've just discussed the seventh episode, um, Empire of Light. Yay, we're back to the present day with the five. Um, for some reason, we inadvertently spoiled a fairly minor plot point in Breaking Bad, um, just to let you know, and I got slightly inappropriately obsessed with the line about looking good naked. So, I think you probably noticed in this episode, because um, it's quite obvious, and what I really liked about this episode was that it's entirely set in the present, isn't it? I did notice that. Did notice yes. that? Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that like loads and loads of night that I really like the five. Want to see more of the five? Yeah. And um, I mean, it's particularly focused on Steve and BBA kind of really, yeah. Again, which is where we started, wasn't it? We we met. I'm pretty right. In the very first episode. Yeah. yeah. Those are the first two of the five that we meet, and yeah. we're back to talking about them. We get a little bit of incidentals with the other three, but not so much. No. Yes. Um. um but. I, it struck me when, when I realised, you know, almost at the end of the episode that we'd been completely focused on the present. There's an obvious reason for this, really, isn't there? Because of the end of the last episode. The end of the last episode being Stan coming up behind the hat with the gun. Yeah. And you've got a massive cliffhanger of, is this the point at which the, um, you know... Well, um, something big Something happens. big is going to happen. Yeah. And, I thought, and I thought, oh, if it's only in the spirit six, maybe Hap's going to overpower him. And... Mm. and um, and you came up with a suggestion about Hap doing something with Stan's wife yeah. because she was yeah, had locked in syndrome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem quite so likely now, does it? Because we've only got one episode yes, left. Yes, yes. So so, there's not going to be an awful lot of. Yeah. Time. So this seems likely that this will be when. Um, yes. Yeah, when the true. OA escapes, really. Essentially, I hadn't actually it. really thought back. To yeah, the, but that, back that's to the dungeon. it's kind of like I was waiting. I was waiting for them to go back to the dungeon all the way through the episode, and then I sort of thought. Oh, no, they're not going to, are they? And for a good reason. They're, they're extending the cliffhanger, like, as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. And I like true. that. Yeah, yeah that's because, true. Because, like we've said before, we've got kind of two different stories, haven't we, in the present and the, the, the past, or the when where Prairie's captured by Hap, is a bit of a thriller in some ways. There's a mystery element to it as well, mm. but it's a more of a thriller than yeah, the present day. Yeah, it's an escape. It's, it's a, an escape. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's an adventure. These, or... How are these kidnapped people going to escape from yeah. Hap? Yeah. And so that requires more cliffhangers than a sort of character study like the present is, really. Yeah, no, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a nice use to be able to just flip to the, the present. Yeah. Which, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I personally find the present, I, I really enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, no, I did. I, I realised that it, it struck me, actually, when, um, in some ways, um, the OA is one of the less interesting characters in the present. Which is weird, isn't it? And the fact that it's about her. And so, really. Well, she's sort of quite a sorted person, isn't she? Not not completely, and we see, yeah. like, you know, we're, we're discussing, sure, but there's, there's points that she does have, she's a bit still obviously screwed up in many ways, but because she's so so sorted and so um, she's the calm voice of reason that everybody goes to to have their... Yeah, she's the kind of oracle of the present day, yes. isn't she? And, but all the others are quite messed up, the other characters, and so you're much more sort of intrigued by yeah, their yeah, problems yeah. and what they're doing. Particularly Steve. I love yes. Steve. Yeah. Steve's great. Steve, he's yeah. so kind of like, you're really, even though he's quite an asshole in many ways, you're really rooting for him somehow, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. Uh, I suppose because, oh, I don't know, 
Is anyway, let, let's talk about that a bit later because we'll okay. come on to that, won't we? Sort of that's a bit later yeah. in this episode. So well, we we do yeah. actually start in the episode with um, focusing back on the OA, although it's in the present. But that, that's it starts with her and her dream. Her she's nightmare. having one of these yeah. weird dreams again. So she, this is very much not just a regular dream. This is one of those dreams, whatever she she'd like. You know, she she, she defi- um, defines it as, but something that gives her a nosebleed, doesn't it? So yes. As well. Now, what do we see in her dream? It looked like a kind of a, a big. It reminded me of the FBI building. I know they sort of. Well, they mentioned that, that didn't they? On. Yeah. Yeah, but it looked like a big tool. I mean, she describes it to the FBI building. guy, doesn't she? Like more metallic and yeah. big cathedral like. Looked like the atrium yeah. of a you know big office yeah. building or something like that. But we yeah. don't really we don't see much more, do we? We don't we don't see anything specific. No, but there's quite a few references to what it might. Obviously, this is a question they've raised, isn't it? What is this? And I. I, I think it's really clever, the writing they've done, which is sort of like asking the question for you of like, is this a religious, is this religious or is this mm. not religious or whatever? And the BBA directly ask, yes. uh, asks yeah. uh, Prairie this at one point, is, it, is, it, is this other dimension? Is this Because she says, I believe in heaven, doesn't she? Yes. And Prairie's like, no, no, no. She wants to be non-committal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that was a very, very deliberate kind of thing. They're, they're mm. making a... They're making a program about. Do we about, see anything yeah. about that actually in the dream? Do we see the sort of. Do you know, I have, to, I have to say, I wasn't paying close enough okay, attention in the right. dream. Can you there tell you me what happened in the That's dream? What I was no, I wasn't paying close enough attention either. So, no. But I did but see. It was yeah. dreamy. It was yeah. like kind of out of focus images. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we were meant to really see much, really. Research. No, it yeah. didn't give us any specific yeah. answers. But she wakes up screaming. Yeah. And so dad thinks, oh, I'll go and. That I I think maybe this is also an an, an you know a, a, this side of the Atlantic reaction, but I was like, why the fuck's he got a gun? Yeah, why's he getting his gun? He's gonna shoot him. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I've had enough. I've had enough of this screaming. I want a decent night's sleep. I know she's been kidnapped for seven years, That's and now right. she's come back. But this screaming really doing down. my head in. <laughs> it didn't make me think. Well, I suppose the idea is that you know people keep guns because uh, bur- they're burglars, burglars yeah. and they. Yeah. They get them out when they hear a weird noise in the night, which yeah. is really freaky. But I don't think we understand about American no, guns. It's stuff, not our, so yeah. not our thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that was just threw me out really. Um, but she does. They talk. She talks about um, to to Abel. The OA talks about. Well, she says, "Are you mad at me for running away?" Which yes. I think is a good point. Yes. You know, yeah, I mentioned that before. Yeah. 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 Um, but then she also talks about, I thought you'd understand, Cause I left understand a note. the note. Yeah. And he just says, oh, I, I forgot about the note. And he, what he means, he says, I forgot about the note, but we yeah. know from later, he means I never saw the note. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, so. So that does, yeah. it does make you feel a bit better about the OA because, you know, we felt that, didn't we? When we see her story yeah. of her just carting herself off <laughs> and we know there was this massive manhunt and you think dreadful thing to do you know running away yeah fine fair enough but you can't yeah but it makes more sense she left a note yeah. and she was going to phone remember she was going to phone them she yes. left phone from Haps yeah so how do you feel from a writing point of view the fact that it's taken us another five episodes to find out that she left a note because it doesn't I mean it does we have do have had this impression since episode mm. two of Prairie being someone who just kind of walked out on their parents and oh I mean, we didn't know about the notes but we weren't told we weren't told either way so 
Do you think that's okay for writing I don't know. To do that? I mean, it no. does make you feel... I sort of accepted it as part of her kind of dreamy, flighty kind of character. Yeah. Almost a little bit immature, I suppose. I, I but actually, now I know she left a note, it gives me quite a different impression of the story. Yes. And, and one I, I feel I'd almost wanted to know before. But if you'd yeah. known about that note, if I'd told you it immediately, then... Yeah. Immediately in the second episode. The second episode, and I mean, there's still some mystery exactly what happened to the note. Maybe it's something mundane, it just slipped behind the curtains or something like that, but it doesn't well, feel like that. It feels like something. Feels like Nancy's done something with the note, doesn't it, really? Oh, did you? Oh, oh did right. you not? Did, what, didn't so the conversation Abel and Nancy have in, in yeah. the FBI building when they're waiting for um, the OA to finish her session, Yeah. Um, Abel says quite directly to Nancy, did Perry leave a note? Yes, yes, yeah, I remember that. And and Nancy doesn't actually answer, does she? Oh. Yeah, so right. kind of implying, yes, she that? did, but I didn't show you. Yeah. Oh, God. But what what does that mean? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, and this will come up a bit later. Are we supposed to think Nancy's a bit shit, really, generally? I mean, she's done... What hell has she put Abel through doing well, that? Well, if that's true, I mean, it's not just because she didn't kind of tell him one way or the other. It doesn't actually mean no. there wasn't. I mean, maybe it means that she didn't I, see a note either. But I, I feel that like they're implying that that um, yeah. she did see a note. No, I, I think so. Otherwise, yeah. which which makes me feel that there's some bigger story behind that. Behind, I mean, it could be completely wrong. Maybe it's a complete red herring. But there could be some bigger story behind the fact that. Um, Nancy knew that Prairie had run away. Maybe, maybe she felt just really ashamed of the fact she'd run away. You know, felt like, oh, have I been that bad a parent that that my daughter's run away? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps she just thought. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you tell the police, um, yeah, my twenty something, twenty one, yeah, she, my twenty one yeah. year old daughter has left home and she's left a note. Yeah, they're going to say, well, they're, uh, they're okay. Mind. You let enough. us know if she turns up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I suppose you might say she's a bit vulnerable because she's blind. Yeah. So, you know, but that just means you stick a few posters up somewhere. It doesn't turn into a manhunt. No, which it obviously did because there's massive FBI yeah. interest, wasn't there? When yeah. The... yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a huge deal. Um, so, 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 the, so, so maybe she just thought, I oh, know, I, I want the police to bring her back. You know, she, she thought, I don't care <laughs> if she wants to leave. I'm getting her back. So therefore I'm going to... I want the police on this, and perhaps you didn't really think about it that much, and things Maybe. just started, things went a bit too far, and she couldn't retract. Or I'm wondering if there's an even more supernatural explanation that we're going to find out in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah. I was, I was sort of thinking, assuming it might be something like that, but that's only because I didn't catch um, Nancy's reaction. But I think I'm right in that, though. I think she, that's what she... She just didn't okay. really... Well, she didn't really answer. Well, hang on, I must have written it down. Um... So, I just said, was it right that Nancy didn't tell Abel about the note then, or did she not know about the note either? So I must, it must be that we weren't. It wasn't clear from watching it. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at my notes and I'm seeing just in, after that discussion, people want to look good naked. I thought that doesn't sound like Abel. I think I'm skipping to the next scene. So before <laughs> we get ahead of ourselves, yes. I like that line. Um, why? Why? What do you think the OA is getting out of this stuff with the FBI agent? Well, or, or he seems to be the only guy who really understands what she's talking about, doesn't she? Isn't he? Does he? I mean, yeah. how much is she giving away? She's not talking. She's not. She's having discussions with the five, isn't she? Yeah. She's telling 
as far as I think we're we're not completely certain, are we? We've pretty much decided she's being totally straightforward with the five and telling them everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because if this is all like a big story she's yeah. made up, that's a whole if different program. If it's all unrelatable, un yeah. uh, it's, we, we're trusting her narration on that. Yeah. She's, she, I don't know, like, I, you don't feel that she, I don't think she's telling him exactly what she's telling the five. No. She's telling him some version. I must say, his bosses seem very relaxed about this. <laughs> Like, who, oh, well, yeah, we think there's this evil guy who's got these people in yeah. prison. I'm just sort of, you know, developing a relationship with her. Yeah, I'm sure it might be weeks or months or something. You know. yeah. We have to take our time about these things. But. He's a very unstereotypical FBI guy as well, isn't he? He wears, like, he wears like you know, um, sweatshirts rather mm. than a suit. You never see an FBI guy not in a suit and tie in a film, do you? Ever. Is he, is he Sweatshirt, yeah, I know he's got a sort of round coloured sweatshirt on, okay, completely okay. sort of navy blue. Yeah, I do, I really like yeah. him. I really like that actor actually. And um, uh, did you notice, um, yeah, and um, they always meet in such weird places, don't they? Like completely actually, abandoned, yeah, massive restaurants. Yes, <laughs> you kind of is it just they can't afford the extras? Is it, I don't know what that's about. If it wasn't for the fact that um, Abel and Nancy have been waiting for um waiting for them outside of the session, I might almost have come to the conclusion that this was some kind of parallel dimension discussion <laughs> that the OA was having with someone. Someone, Wasn't yeah. in the real world in at all. Near-death experience, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I quite like, he's very much the <coughs> rationalist, isn't he? So he's, when she's talking about her, her dreams and, and like, she seems to want to use him as a bit of a sounding board. Yeah. I think she wants to use him as a bit of a sounding board, but not give him the full mm. picture. But she's, you know, she's sort of saying... He's sort of trying to be along the lines of, you know, maybe you're not actually psychic. <laughs> Lovely. Maybe you're not psychic. Maybe it's just that you're picking up on things and that gives you these dreams and, yeah. you know, and nosebleed is a nosebleed. Um, but I like the way he sort of says something a bit rational and she's saying, hmm, so maybe I'm trying to prepare myself for the mission. Something yeah. like, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although he does he does it so well that he doesn't come across as disbelieving either, does he? No. He, he's very no, good. Yeah. He's, he's the perfect counsellor. Yeah. And, and do you notice that he even calls her the OA as well, rather than Prairie? I didn't spot that, no. So as uh, he's saying goodbye to Nancy and Abel and, and Prairie, he's yeah. like, bye OA, kind of thing. Oh, so he's okay, kind of, you know, yeah, he's yeah. taken on board her new name. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. He's very cool. Yeah. I did, um, I like the way... So Nancy, and again, I think this may be important about Nancy. If um, I think she's an important character in this this program, um, this episode, that she sort of wants to bring up with him. She's sort of looking to him as if he's a psychiatrist, some sort yeah. of doctor or something, and saying, you know, saying, well, we want to talk to her about how we went to this other doctor and he prescribed her some medication, and um, and we, I mean later on we discuss about how how that's. You know, we we know that was something. Yeah. Um, Prairie. You think like Nancy's implying she'd like to use medication again? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love I love his way of sort of doing that thing of a professional being like a you know what well, I'm really not the person you need to speak to, but I'm going well, to be really nice and I'm going to give you one of those suggestions. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean that's I like doing that. That's, yeah, so, that's a classic. So what does he say? Well, I'm not a pharmacologist, but yeah. <laughs> it's always a health professional thing. If ever you go and see somebody and they say well. And you know they haven't got a bloody clue or they think you're talking absolute bullshit. They go, hmm, well, that's interesting. I'm not able to help you that. But how about this? <laughs> um, anyway, midwives are classic at that as we're um, not, not, uh, not proper doctors. But, um, but he's very, he's just wonderful. He's very smooth. He's very 
controlled and I do find him slightly curious like yeah. I don't I don't really get because he's not uh, an exposition board is he because we've got that in the five although he is a little bit for um some of um Prairie's ideas about or VOA's ideas about what the dreams are about and that sort of thing. A, a tiny bit, but not not too, but not, not in any that way that's much. bad. That's bad storytelling. I don't think. I really enjoyed those. No, scenes. no, no. Yeah. But I mean, just, I'm just wondering what his purpose is in the story. That's all. Yeah, it's not not really clear what what his role is going to be in the last episode at all, is it? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm, I'm really intrigued to think um, how open ended this ending was going to be. Like, and oh, well, the ending next week. The ending next yeah. week because, well, there must be some factors in like. Well, yeah, okay. I'm writing a series for Netflix. I know Netflix do seasons. If I chop this story off with no possibility of extending, I'm doing myself out of a future job a little bit, aren't I? So, do I leave it a little bit open ended? Is one. Well, yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? So, I'm I'm hoping not personally with this because I think this is a one series story. I think so. Yeah. It has a kind of uniqueness to it, but we we will find out next week. Yes, but well, I'll just on, on that particular subject though. I think. I mean, one of the things we talked, one of the reasons we were doing this podcast was that we were saying this seemed like an interesting series compared to Breaking Bad, which we would come back to mm. as being really sort of like top class storytelling and haven't seen storytelling quite as good as that before. And I think one of the reasons why that is so good is that they kind of, um, the writers change up what each season is about in a way. Like, yeah. it, the story is no longer exactly the story it was in the first episode it has a, a different kind of theme running through it, whether it's an, uh, a new major character like gus or yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah or it's that um walt and skylar have now split up or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry okay. i should be saying with, this is spoilers for breaking bad isn't it that's a bit terrible yes but, bit, yes <laughs> sorry but but nevertheless i don't think that's what you could do in this um in this series because the story's too out there already you couldn't change it up enough in future seasons to make it yeah you don't, it feels you don't like, anyway. have, like something like Breaking Bad had an obvious journey that I think they knew they didn't know all the ins and outs but they knew yeah. where they were getting to <coughs> and it wasn't something that was going to go on it wasn't like a crime solving adventure that could go on forever yeah it had a a, a life you know, whoa, you know well yeah no more spoilers but um you know it had a certain lifespan yeah. and um and, and it explored that. What So you're saying that this dust has a more limited lifespan? Well, it, it feels like it because where were you going to go from here, almost? Kind of like, how do you change it up enough to make it different enough from the first season to yeah. be... To be I, I, I mean, I'd love for the writers to prove me wrong, but it doesn't feel like that's as possible in yeah. this as, it, okay. as in, say, Breaking Bad or something else. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We will find out next week. Yes. But yeah, so getting back to looking good naked... Oh, well, hang on, I've just got a couple of other things to say about the FBI scene, oh, actually. Okay. So did you notice in... Um... <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that line in a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so again, the uh, Prairie, uh, the OA and the FBI agent were talking about things that happened to her when she was seven and when she was 21. Yes. They're talking about the sevens again, aren't they? Yeah. seems to be something about seven. Okay. But also, the other, the other thing I noticed, did you notice the name of the magazine that um, yes, Ava was watching? I did, Mental Floss. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. I know. I was thought initially that it was actually because they were sort of in a, you know, a counselling kind of environment that this it was a genuine kind of a magazine for people like looking at the lighter side of counselling and psychology. 
But um, I did actually look it up. Oh, it's a real magazine. It's a real magazine. Oh, brilliant! Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's a real magazine. I think I, I haven't like investigated fully. Um, obviously, probably everybody in America knows it or something like that. But it's it's got quizzes and trivia and little puzzles. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm slightly disappointed now. I wanted it to. I wanted it to be some really kind of like high level psychology magazine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> With a jokey title. Yeah, because it's a brilliant title. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's um, yeah. like a puzzle magazine. So I'd also I like it if you had a, a um, sort of like a, a health building or something that had both a psychiatrist and dentists in it so that you could have both magazines. Yeah, <laughs> People were confused about what exactly this magazine was. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now we can go on okay. to... Um, I, mean, yeah. well, I think it's one of my favourite little scenes back in the sort of the oddball room where the where the people that can't get on with being taught properly. So Steve normally. and the other girl who we've seen storm out in a previous episode. Oh, was there? Oh, I didn't actually catch that. Was she the one? That she's that, the one. Yeah, she's, she's the a, one that said yeah. you're looking at my boobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she storms out. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's there could be over the last few weeks a little bit of frisson going on between them. I don't know, but I just. I, I think it's lovely their little courtship. Anyway. What's the, so? What was the line? Remind us of the line again about the. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think they're just talking some stuff like he's saying. You know, you getting learning about computers, kind of. You know, just small talk, really. Yeah. And she says something about what she's thinking about. You know, doing when she leaves school, and he's saying something about I might be a personal trainer. Yeah. And she says, well, yeah, people always want to look good naked. <laughs> it's just quite a good line because it's a little bit saucy. But yeah. just a fair comment as well to the, you know, the small talk of saying you want to be... Uh, I missed what she said to get Steve to come round to her desk to look at what she was doing. What he, was she, uh, she I be, know. I thought he just said, can I have a look? And well, he said, he'd been, he said he'd been, she'd been doing something about using hacking the computer yeah she said well she yeah. says i've been i'm working on my project as if it's some like super like hard, hard work and actually she's just been hacking the, the sort of like the intro video for the, for the school <laughs> isn't she? but i like the fact that that's enough you know, it looks like steve just looks at it and thinks i'm in love you know this is my woman and then, and then like what that. is it that um she says some. She says something. I can't. I miss. She what says, the... "Are you going to dump pig's blood on my head at prom?" <laughs> yeah. Which and then this is this reference the next... to Carrie. Yeah. This is not unless you think, think that's hot. She's <laughs> <laughs> really nuts. It's a really. It's it's like a really sweet thing to say. <laughs> that was one of my favourite lines. That was brilliant. Because I have said that there isn't. A lot of this, we haven't had that much humour. Um, no. And we don't, you know, there isn't a lot of humour in four <coughs> or five people stuck in a dungeon occasionally dying. No. Um, really, they're very po-faced in the dungeon. They are po-faced, yeah. fair enough. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Right. They've been kidnapped, you know, let's give them a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. But yeah. I, it's nice to get back to the sort of more, you know, to show that they can write humour. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, the humour is not, it's not... Like there's there's humour that where the characters are finding something funny, isn't there? And there's humour that just the audience are finding funny. And the character, I mean, that's not funny to, to them, is it? Really? No. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny okay. to us. Yeah. 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 Well, that's 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 still yeah. funny. Um. So it's lovely, Steve. He's all sort of happy, and he's a little bit 
know. Yeah, it's, yeah, because when he meets up with the other five, isn't it? And he's sort of bounding along to yeah. the house, isn't he? And like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't think that the girl was, I mean, she's obviously a good looking, pretty young thing, but she's not astonishing looking, is she's she? Not she's not your classic not, Hollywood scarlet. No, she's at a little round faced, a little, which, yeah. speaking as a very round faced person myself, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm you know, uh, not, not dissing at all. I thought it was nice that he just thought she was yeah. cute. Um, but yeah, he's really happy. Everybody's bouncing along as they go off to the house, aren't they? And so, yeah. Um, I so, like... But it all descends quite rapidly when they get in the house, doesn't it? Or, well, they're doing the movements, aren't they? No, it doesn't. No, no, it's fine. They're fine. Then it's like, um, maybe you're mixing... Oh, am I getting, I'm mixing up the later scene. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. At yes. that point, yeah. um, and the OA sort of gives yeah, sorry, Steve... Uh, like, she puts him in charge yeah. a little bit, which you can see he's all... You kind know, of likes, yeah, yeah likes. and he's trying, and he's trying to like to keep in the fact that he's been the chosen one, and and not kind of like be the big man in front of Alfonso and whatever, isn't it? I like that scene between the two of them. And Alfonso, yeah. to his credit, kind of like you know keeps his cool as well. Yeah, they, so. they, obviously, there's still a little thing of they're yeah. both the alpha males, aren't they? Really yeah. of their own kind. Well, Alfonso not so much, but he hates Steve's alpha maleness and doesn't want to let it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's a he's an upcoming beater. I don't know what you described that, but he's he's not somebody who takes shit, is he? No, but well, speaking speaking as a member of the male gender myself, I think even amongst um, okay. even amongst guys who aren't sort of like the alpha male jock character. Yeah. They still react quite badly to someone displaying that alpha male. Yes, it, it, yeah. it riles them and makes them sort of like confront it. However, yeah. you know, however, sort of like yeah. non-alpha male they are themselves. But yeah. I don't think in a way that Jesse and Buck would just let. Pass no, through. no, maybe not. Maybe not. They're not so. They're a bit, bit more passive, aren't they, than yeah. Alfonso? Yeah. 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 Um, I do like one of my favourite little bits is BBA smiling when Steve says something, you know, really stupid remark like everyone go fuck themselves or something yeah. like that as a joke and she just really smiles. Yeah, because it's, it's not something she could ever have done as his teacher. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and it's so nice. So we've got Steve being all Mr. Mature and then he goes back home and then he comes in and his dad confronts him with the snooze he's just got, isn't he? Yeah. He's... About what his dad's had to pay the parents of the boy that Steve punched in the throat. Right yeah, back, right so back it was like there was yeah. a girl who was screwing in the first episode, wasn't it? And then yeah. she's after hit the, that other guy, yeah. and he's he's jealous. Oh, he's a really good singer, isn't he? That's yeah, 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 and he's punched him in the throat. Yeah, That's horrible. Yeah. And he so was it, horrible to him. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it sounds like um, Steve's dad has had to pay what we would think of as the, what do you call that in insurance, where you have to pay the... Oh, uh, like uh, the excess? Or the excess in insurance, yeah. Because, yes. I mean, not not in the UK, not having health insurance, it's not really the same here, is no, it? No, so it must be really... like when you have car insurance. And yeah. You have to so he has it. to pay the first $5,000 of the excess. That's yeah. a lot, isn't it? Well, so if you have an accident, you've still got to five, five grand to pay for a broken... Perhaps visit. someone in the US could tell us if this is how it works. Is this how it works? I think it has how it works. Okay. Um... But that's, that seems like, you know, if not everyone's going to be able to, to afford $5,000, aren't they? For, so why does health insurance... Have... You know, like the gun care... Gun yeah, we don't know. Let's drop it. Cause Could someone explain that anything. to us as well, please? Yeah, but I think that also yeah. it's just too, too big a too bigger subject to get yeah. into. And too, yes, too, uh, not um Don't want to get into plot. any rows about, about health insurance, because I know there's a lot going on. But, yes, that's true. Um, 
so it makes you think about time wise because that happened in <laughs> early episode didn't it like, yeah so is that weeks ago episode. days ago i don't think it's weeks ago because it feels like you know something would have happened oh no 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 hang on the reason why somebody the school found out about it didn't they because From somebody, something on social something media on social media and then yeah. the schools that's why so that's why there's a gap that makes sense yeah fair enough good writing yes um but I think Steve reacts as like most machine mature teen ever, doesn't he? Like his dad says, yeah. to him, he's like, I can't talk now, let me sort myself out, I need a shower and I'm going to come down and, and we'll discuss something and we'll sort this out and, you know. Yeah, but, it's not but I mean obviously Steve that. has never behaved like that before, so his dad has no expectations that he will do this time. No. So it's kind of, you know, yeah. fair enough for his dad really that he's called the... Well, yeah, yeah arguably, do but you, yeah. Do you think... The guys that drag you off to military academy would would be like that. I don't know. Um, has anyone been dragged off to military academy? <laughs> <laughs> Please email us the overanalysis podcast yeah. at Yeah, that one I am interested in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not overly contentious. All I mean is, I imagine that if 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 you do call up the military academy and say I need to take my son away, you get two soldiers, you know, professional looking people to do it. Not two people who, really well, as we find out later, you? will they quite happily like... take fifty thousand dollars just dumping on the roadside. Yeah. <laughs> they do look like bikers, don't they? Yeah, I mean, like maybe, maybe you know, mil- dragging off to military academies become a bit of an outsourced thing, you know, and you're, it's a bit like debt collection or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, maybe it happens. Yeah. But they, um, before we know that he's going to get dragged off, I think it's a little bit of, of discussion. That's but that's when you've got that discussion of BBA and the OA. And we are just going for the acronyms now. Yes. Definitely. Um, that they're, they're just—that's when they have that discussion about purgatory and. and oh, and the BBA saying, "I believe in heaven." Yeah. And she says, "Is it like that?" Yeah. Yeah. So as we talked about before, didn't we? But so BBA is just coming away from there when she sees Steve being hijacked. I yeah. thought I thought initially that she'd get out of the car there and then. And I thought she was going to ram their car. To be honest. Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. I didn't actually think she'd be like quite so, um, quite so. I thought this was really good writing actually because she didn't come up with a plan, enact the plan, and the plan worked. Which no. she had, there was quite a lot of yeah. what shall I do, what shall I do, and then her first plan doesn't work, and that was really good. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, I mean, if we just follow that that plot line because it's obviously it's, it's interrupted by other bits that goes on, but yeah. that's you know that that's you know a key part of this this episode, I think, isn't it? With BBA, <laughs> and and really, Steve. So she she catches up to with him in the uh, petrol station, at the um, gas station, and you know, and then she's doing the secret kind of chats. Yeah. You know, don't look at, and she's like, she feels, she seems like really like I know what I'm doing here. Doesn't yeah. She? <laughs> Her line when she says, "So I'll say that you're you know interfering with you, and then I'll step in as a bystander, and it'll be fine." And um, and he says, "Yeah, okay, all right, I got it, I got it. I say they're playing my dick or something." <laughs> Don't say it like that. It sounds <laughs> like it's your fantasy and you're just making it up. I say, what? And she's, she's like, well, you know that some people would like that. Some people would. He's like, I know some people are gay. No, and he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. See, he's, I guess that's a It's always gone thing. back to a teacher-student discussion at that point, yeah. hasn't it? And yeah. Steve isn't very good at... Um, I suppose Steve is still a bit immature, isn't he? He's yeah. still sort of like... Still being the teenager saying, I can't do this, you know, oh yeah. man, get me to sort this out, but I can't, I, I can't 
really go along with this. I'm not comfortable with this. Oh, it's... But it does say he'll go along with... The, well, he tells BB-8 that he'll go along with the plan, mm. doesn't he? And then I love it when she kind of enacts the plan. He just, like, yeah. doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's just obviously... I, what do you think is happening with Steve there? Is he I just think he like, was just kind of like, this plan is too mad for even this situation. I thought it just shows that he's... You know, because really, to do that, it takes quite a lot of... Um, uh, less eager, well, less. Um, he's embarrassed. It's an embarrassing yeah, thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. do, isn't it? Yeah, just say that some other some guys touched his dick. Yeah. yeah. So to do it and to do it well, like yeah. like not so it sounds like he's discussing a fantasy, but to do it like he's really hurt and yeah. he's upset and it's disturbed him to do that to do so it's believable to a bystander. Yeah. Then he it requires a bit of acting. It requires a bit of humbleness. Yeah, and, and, and he stuff. doesn't have that. He's no. it's not Steve. See, the other thing, the other problem with BBA's plan is I don't think there are any bystanders <laughs> yet. Not really. Uh, well, there's, there's maybe one or two. The gas station, aren't there? So I suppose. I, I thought that. But there seems to be many people around. But I mean, it doesn't matter because the plan fails anyway. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, and that's when. The money that we've yes, heard we about mentioned before. the money a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Didn't we? we thought that was going to be used for something. We knew it used for something. I didn't think it'd be used for this. No, so no, I didn't think we'd be used for this. Say, that was. I didn't have any idea what it'd be used for actually. I mean, you can't buy your way to another dimension, can you? So it wasn't going to be used yeah, for that. <laughs> I had this idea that there'd be something needed, something that would get them there, or to you know, there's yeah. always a use for money. But I like I like her using this because it's really. Yeah. But because we know that she doesn't really feel comfortable with the money, this is money from her brother that she feels all sorts of things about and confused, and it's like... She's not exactly used it in a great way, has she? It's sort of... Well, well I mean... Who knows? We don't yeah. know yet, do we? I suppose if this is the only way in which Steve is going to be... It's pretty make or break, though, isn't it? I mean, like, Steve Dad's going to find out quite soon yeah. <laughs> that Steve hasn't arrived at her. Presumably yeah. those guys will just say, oh, he ran away, you know. Yeah. So, don't don't have go. Ask. But that means the police will try and find him. I mean, they might not get employed as. Um... Well, the police won't be asked. You know, he's a, he's, he's a teenage runaway. They're not going to yeah. go that full tilt, are they? So, well, I the don't know. If got to stay undercover. I think if your parents have signed you over to military academy, I think the military academy would be within their rights to. Well, actually, I suppose because they're now sort of officially like Steve's dad could yeah. sue them for losing yeah. him or something. Again, if you've been dragged away to military academy <laughs> and escaped, can you tell us the legal ramifications? <laughs> Are you under the yeah, um, legal not... protection of the military academy yeah, at that who's point? Who's your uh, loci friend <laughs> or oh, whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I. I you know that I, I loved like we talked about you know the personal growth and you, you've got that I mean you haven't got complete personal growth with, with Steve but you definitely see quite a lot and you also see a lot of just BBA being a much more confident a much more ballsy yeah. character than and obviously from the from the interactions she's had with the five can yeah. <laughs> I always mention one other thing I really liked about BBA was when she's following the van, when they're getting to the gas station, she's talking mm. to the principal at the school. Oh, yes, that's right. So yeah. she's she's having a go at him, basically, isn't she, for um, for telling Steve Steve's dad about the thing that he saw on social media, and the principal's mm. saying, I had to do that. And then the BBA re realises that she's gone too far and she's not getting anywhere, and she goes, I've got to go, um, I'm eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the I'm eating a sandwich line. <laughs> 
that is one of those things that people go, oh, okay. Yeah. Why did you start eating a sandwich in the middle of this conversation? Well, yeah, it's totally believable that yeah. that's just an okay way of ending a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, she's just quick thinking. I like her. Yeah. I like her. So whilst this, whilst this BBA is rescuing Steve is going on, we also have the scene with... Nancy and Abel and, and the OA in the restaurant, mm. don't we? And they've Which been is... propelled there, actually, by the FBI agent, doesn't he? Because he's, yeah. he suggested, why don't you do something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're getting on quite well to start with, aren't they? They seem to be having quite mm. a nice time. And then the girl comes over who wants mm. to take a photo with her. I, and I felt like, what with that and um, the idea that Steve has been essentially dobbed into his dad by the fact that someone wrote a social... I feel like the writers are quite condemning of social media in this programme, aren't they? So anyway, oh, I mean, oh, I mean that, girl's, that girl's kind of like intrusion upon their privacy, really, having yeah. meals, seemed like... I mean, I don't know. It's difficult to say how typical that would be, but I feel it's I nowadays think, it's yeah. more typical I, I than... I felt it was believable Yeah, she yeah. did. Um, it was... Kind of like, oh, just a, I just want a photo, just a photo, kind of thing. And they're not thinking that you're going to publicise this photo and make it available to yeah. the world to see and what that means to the other person in it. Yeah. I mean... And I, the... I mean, because you've got, you know, Nancy talking about... Because obviously she's... I mean, what I was thinking seemed a little bit unlikely is her saying, you know, uh, you're such a... Um, I can't remember, like a model to us, or such an inspiration or something. Because yeah. after you've been you know, beaten and raped and tortured. I, I don't think I'd bring those words up in public, really. Um, the girl wouldn't way. bring them up in public. Uh, I thought that just a little excessive, but... No, I didn't find that un no. unbelievable, to be honest. No, ma no but, maybe not. Yeah, it's just, it's just I feel like there is a condemnation of the use of, well, the, the sort of interaction with other people's privacy in some ways. Mm. I mean, it is, obviously, it's a... Modern phenomenon that everyone's. Yeah, I mean, out, I don't know if the, yeah. I don't know if the writers are completely. I think it's just a fairly typical. You know, I think what they've shown is fairly typical. I mean, um, so this is this is a slightly less usual situation. Than you might. Think. I mean, obviously, there's lots of celebrities who, when they're out in public, that must happen to them all the time. Mm. You know, people stand and and to a degree, we feel that that's that's fine because becoming kind of a celebrity part is part of the deal. But if you're someone like the OA mm. who is a public figure because they've something's happened to them, but they have no real desire to be a celebrity, then this that kind of behaviour is really out of order. You know, a real, really damaging to them, and, yeah. and meaning that they wouldn't feel like they can walk out in public very easily. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's what happens. Yeah, but um, I'm kind of curious as to the was that a, a thing that the writers were trying to put across? Somewhere? To be honest, I thought that was such a common part of our culture now that the, the, I didn't feel that it was a um, not exactly heavy-handed I didn't think it was a, something that they were really strongly putting across I just thought that's such a part of, of, of life that that would inevitably be there okay what well, because of who the OA is and the fact she's kind of you know yeah, a victim you know, it would be of a normal thing to expect um, yeah you know and it's quite a useful um, you know that the girl she's very basically she's there to show um, the issues between the OA and her parents, um, her adopted parents. Yeah. But, you know, th th that's that's what all that scene is about, is showing um, what's going on underneath. Yeah, so, okay, let's, so let's talk about that. What, what, what is going on then? With... Well, well, 
You've got... The, the FA hasn't told them anything. That's what comes out, isn't it? Yeah, as Which, Alfonso mentions later. As Yeah, as yeah. he brings up. And as Nancy says, I don't know what... You know, it's like this girl thinks she knows something. I don't even... Nobody knows. Yeah. You haven't told me. And I think, really, um, she's been pretty good Nancy. at this point in not, in not demanding yeah. things, you know, and not... And able that neither of them have put that much pressure that we've seen. I mean, a little, but not very much. I think we probably had in an early episode, didn't we? One of the, maybe it was the FBI agent or maybe someone else saying, "Take your time, don't push her, don't make her explain." Yeah, yes, but, yeah, but yeah. she hasn't told them anything, and she doesn't look like she's going to either. No, she yeah. hasn't, and um, we know. I don't know if we're meant to really think Nancy. And and it's interesting you talking about did Nancy cover up a note because that's a big point against her, isn't it? Are we supposed to think that Nancy is really deserving of this treatment from the OA because she basically went along with the, what the doctor suggested and medicated her? Well, yeah, I mean, time. we need to talk about this scene in conjunction with the conversation between the OA and Alfonso in the car afterwards, mm. really, don't we? Because um, that's what the OA says in in sort of her defence yeah. of why she treat the parents they, like, they medicated me. me for 14 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's... I, I, is that the whole explanation? Is that the, all of our explanation about how, why I mean, the OA, how the OA's treated them? You were talking about the writers bringing up social media. I wonder if the writers are talking about... I mean, there's a lot of discussion, um, and especially, I think, in the States, about medicating... Oh, you know, and it also happens here. Yeah. Medicating um, children. Yes, teens, young, young, young people and children, um, for well, you know, classically ADHD is the thing. That comes Although, to as I think one of our email correspondents said, I think it was Carl, wasn't it? Said who emailed us said it didn't feel that that was a completely True. typical response to yeah. her situation. Yeah. It did seem, yeah, that's right. I did think the medication thing just seemed um, a little bit OTT. A little bit OTT. Yeah, you'd certainly think, well. Okay, maybe we'll give it a go and then maybe get a second opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, even there, the, there was the discussion between <coughs> Nancy and Abel with Abel saying it didn't really help much and mm. Nancy saying, well, they did a bit. Oh, that's yeah. when they were talking to the FBI agent, I think. Yeah. Oh, can't quite recall. But, but anyway, but I mean, what what the sort of like, what we're asking here really is, is, um, is the fact that Abel and Nancy medicated the OA, does that explain her kind of like, lack of warmth towards them really isn't it is that is that everything yeah yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, it's... I mean the conversation between the OA and Alfonso in the car is slightly weird in a way isn't it I didn't I didn't completely buy the fact that Alfonso would have talked to her like that because that kind yeah. of implied that he'd been listening to the entire conversation going on with her parents <laughs> and that he was sort of defending them in some way okay well you know yeah. maybe he's a waiter he could have been standing real close who maybe knows? but also why does he even care that much you know why is he He's that everyone's quite fascinated by the airway. Yeah, but why is he? Why does he start that conversation in the car with with? Uh, well, with well, yeah, I guess he is taking Nancy and Abel's side, or he's yeah. just seeing. And I, I mean, I suppose if you think about <coughs> Alfonso, he is. He's, yeah, I think he's quite prepared to, to to sacrifice. He has sacrificed a lot for his mother. So is he mirroring his own situation in yeah. some ways? He's, yeah, that makes sense. Does it make more know, sense? He's yeah. he's put himself out there for his mum and yeah. she's she seems to have she's got a much better mother than he's ever had yeah and uh, she doesn't seem appreciative yeah i haven't thought about that actually about how it means about his uh, his own situation um yeah 
Yeah. It's a very, it's a, I was really quite fascinated by that that conversation with Alfonso and the OA, actually, because it brings up a whole sort of, like, other theme, well, not other theme, it's a theme that I touched on before, of what does having a family mean, doesn't it? Because he talks about, mm-hmm. like, uh, how, how the OA is mentioned about how her and Rachel and Scott and Renata became her family there and how she became bonded to them and learned a lot about them. And then we've got this kind of family in the present day of the five who have become this weird family by themselves. And none of the characters in the present seem to have properly functioning, fam- you know, traditional family lines no, either. They're all, all, their, all their families are... So that feels like that's quite a, quite a major theme of the whole yeah. thing, really, isn't it? About families and what they are and what they mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I've, you know, I've, I've seen it before. And other things, just, you know, that you, if you're not... That's our culture today, that if you're not have you know if you're not happy with your family you go out and you, you make your own one. one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I I would I don't want to ask the writers themselves because <laughs> I think it would but I would be fascinated to know their own family history as to what what it meant to, about this that's true yeah uh, but I, I mean that, I'm not going to meet them hopefully and if I do meet them don't let me ask that question it's really rude yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I don't suppose you'd be able to find that out even on the internet nowadays either but uh, no I, that's probably a bit bit too much but well maybe not unless they've spoken about it publicly but yeah but I hope no interviewers asked them about it either because that would also be very rude well there could <laughs> be something that they feel you know happy to discuss yeah possibly but uh, well okay so if anyone has maybe someone could tell us if you have read any interviews I'd quite like to we know could, we, we, we could, could have a look at do the research I think so it's a bloody lazy we have people listening to the podcast who can oh. do they can like listen for Girl, us what are you like? yeah do it for <laughs> me no, I don't really, I will look some up but if anyone has found <laughs> out anything out can save you some time let us know yeah. But there was I nice I liked did you notice that when Nancy sort of loses it I, oh. in the restaurant Yeah when there's a lot of shouting going on and everybody's looking yeah. it's the girl that took the selfie that sort of she does a little look to her friend to say stop staring kind of thing Sorry who who does a look to who So when everybody's I'm pretty sure I've got this right that when when it's all kicking off so the whole restaurant obviously Quines is looking at yeah. looking at the shouty people um, I think you can see in the distance that the, there's the woman, the young woman that came over to take the selfie. She's sitting with a group of other people, yeah. and you can see her sort of motioning to her friend to say, "Stop looking." Stop looking. Yes. Well, that's slightly strange, isn't it? Given what she did yes. before. Well, so, yeah, that's a really interesting thing about yeah, what people consider appropriate behaviour and inappropriate yeah. behaviour. But um, I think I think that's supposed to show that you're not supposed to think that woman's a total. Yes, and the, and the, it's complicated. This sort of it's like invading people's privacy. Yeah. So, as part of that big um, shouting sort of conversation in the restaurant, yes. obviously we have a very important line said by um, the OA there, isn't it? Which is, "I know because I'm the original angel." Yes, that I presume it, we can presume that's what OA stands for. Yes, that's yeah. it. I think that's the definitive now. Yeah. So she says she comes out with I'm the, the original angel. I didn't. I didn't note the line down, but it was something about how I'm going to do this, and I can travel through different dimensions. And then Nancy slaps her. <laughs> yeah. I would, sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> well, it kind of, it kind of funny. It's kind of like I ask you a simple question, and you make up all manner of nonsense. <laughs> really, stop it. <laughs> yeah. But, because well, basically, Nancy, but Nancy by slapping her is saying, "I thought we were, we were just saying that you haven't told us anything." And now you're just making up some Shit. fairy story about that instead of actually telling us what went on. Yeah, yeah I mean, Nancy's... 
I thought that was kind of supposed to show us Nancy isn't doing well. You know, that's yeah. bad parenting, isn't it? So, I well, know that slapping around sure. the cheek, yeah. Slapping your children is bad parenting. Even if they have told context. you something that sounds like a fairy story. Yeah, you just don't do it. After being kidnapped, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm beginning to think that Nancy's slightly painted as the... Well, I'm beginning to think there's more going on with Nancy's story that we haven't found out yet. And maybe we all find out something about yeah, when, when Yoli left. Is it implicating that she used to hit, you know, Prairie a lot, possibly? You'd have thought Prairie might have mentioned that to Alfonso, yeah. won't she, in the car conversation, if that was true. But all that she said so far is that they, they medicated me. I, I hope that's not true as well, actually, because it's kind of... I like Abel and Nancy's characters, and you feel it's a very interesting relationship. You know, they, yeah. they adopted her in rather dubious circumstances. Yeah. She had this sort of, like, fascinating history, and she was blind, and mm. obviously they did a lot for her. Mm. So you do feel that, that she would have been more grateful yeah, some way, wouldn't well, you? Well, you know, you don't, you're not supposed to be grateful to your parents. That's... No. But... Um, but do you not, would you not think... Love if, and affection would be nice. If when you were seven you were living in sort of like rather awful circumstances and then this couple came and like took you away and took you to sort of a nice life somewhere, you would feel more warmth towards it? Uh, well, fairy tale, yeah, but in genuine abuse cases and stuff like that, it's so much more going on. People don't, you know, people are fucked up and they don't just go, oh, you saved me, that was great. True. So you're saying like you could almost, you know, uh, part of Prairie's problems with Abel and Nancy are... You to all stuff happened before she was seven. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too deeply. Is, is that it. what the writers are saying here? Do you think? Is that, mm, I don't get that feeling. Feel like it, does it? No, because yeah. that was all glossed over, wasn't it? Like, yeah. she was kind of stuck at the stuck at the weird uh, Russian castle. Has, has struck me actually that, given uh, given everything that's happened to uh, to the OA, she's quite stable in the present, isn't she? In some ways, she has a bit of a laugh with the five in this episode, doesn't she? You know, she, a bit joking she is. around. Yeah. Well, that's it. She's genuinely, <laughs> generally um, seen as an amazing, like, oasis of calm, isn't it? Yeah. It's just that there's this one... Is that a joke? One... Oasis. What? Oasis. Is that a joke? Oh. <laughs> a pun. Oasis of calm. Uh, what? Oasis of calm. O-A-O. <laughs> Sorry. No, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't no. the joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's purposeful. Um, oh, I like that now. I wish I was that clever. Um... Yeah, no, she's but she's such a calm person. She's the one that everybody goes to. She's the wise woman kind of character. Yeah. But she's this is one part of her life that's a little bit fucked up. But I don't yeah. really know what's supposed to take out of it. But it all gets even more melodramatic uh, after that point. Hang on, are you are you moving on from um, the car conversation with with the OA and Alfonso? Yeah. So I have one more thing to say about that. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Alfonso kind of has a bit of a go at her, really, doesn't he, about yeah. her relationship with her, yeah. her parents kind of thing. And they're talking all about... And he says the line, maybe this is the missing piece. And he's... And I, I just wonder what, what you thought he meant by that. So he's kind of meaning the missing piece to the puzzle of what's going on in the OA's life in some ways, doesn't well, he? Yeah, I mean, I just... I, I just thought that was, you know, like as in... Life, if you're a bit screwed up, you review your 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 relationship with your parents. As he was, that's what he, was talking, he said. Yeah. He was just saying that the missing piece is her relationship with her adoptive parents. Yes, yeah. that, that she would be a happier person if she just looked at that, analysed it, and 
So you think when you say the missing piece, you thought the missing piece of life in general. You think that's what he was talking about. Oh. I thought he was talking about something to do with the story a bit more, but... Oh, yeah, no, I just took it to be life in general. Okay. But did you think this was like a, you know, movement number four or something weird? I don't know. I, okay. I wasn't, I really wanted to know. That's why I was sort of querying it, really. Yeah. We are. Just a little recap on last week. We're still, we were still hanging out for one more movement, weren't we? Yes, that they hadn't quite got yet. Yeah, just yeah. to remember where we're going. Yeah. I didn't notice that the only mention, or one of the few mentions of the, um, the, 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 the other four that were in the dungeon. Yeah. When, when Renata's mentioned. Yet yeah, again, in passing. She's like, she's like dropped in as the, you know, because, oh, you made yourself a new family with yeah. Scott, Homer, Rachel. Rachel. Even, oh, even Renata. Even Renata. Poor Renata. Yeah. She really gets She's not them. even a proper member of the kidnap family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of, yeah, she's like, you you know, crappy uncle or something. In the yeah. Family. yeah. She hasn't got to look in, really, has she? No. She did get to find one of the movements, I suppose, so that's got something for her she's going She's one of the few people who's got shagged this in the entire season. As well, well, and Homer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah. Yeah, on to the last scene. Yes, yeah, so this is the last scene in the house, basically, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, where, so BBA's brought Steve back from the... Uh, yeah. Back in her car, and then all the rather has Steve's in a frenzy, basically, isn't he? About well, obviously, but yeah, and then the weird thing, isn't it, of the of the OA sort of hugging him, and then her jamming him jamming a pencil into her leg. It's just that it was a pencil. Yeah, yeah, and it's really hard. So, and but but she carries on. She doesn't recoil from him because no. of that. So, what were you sort of taking that to be? Well, I mean, A, the OA has sort of, not infinite, but she has huge patience yeah. and understanding, so she's accepting him. I thought for some moment that we were going to have a near-death experience, but a pencil in the thigh <coughs> wouldn't cause that. So. Well, I, I thought it was something, it reminded me of when we saw Homer with big kind of like holes in his body and whatever as well. I thought we were going to have something... Do you remember mm -hmm. in when they were doing the... Yeah, that was just a mysterious yeah. injury in the side of him. But... Yeah, but, but yeah, I don't think it was anything to do with that. Um, but yeah, and then, but then we have the uh, rather lovely exchange between Steve and, and the OA of him saying, yeah. how, did, how did you survive for so long on your... On your... And she says, I survived because I wasn't alone. Yeah. And you feel that is another big kind of part of the story, really, isn't it? Yeah. Steve is so alone from everyone, really, isn't he? Even amongst the five, he's quite alone. He he doesn't have he doesn't have close companions or doesn't family members or anyone, really. Yeah. Doesn't play well. No, no, it doesn't play well. Yeah. Whereas probably more out of any of them, really. I mean, you would have said that of Prairie before she got kidnapped, really, wouldn't you? Do you think that she was? I don't know, we didn't know much about her then, did we? Don't, we don't. I mean, actually, we find out she had a boyfriend. That's true. Point. That was kind of a nice yeah. little discussion. So, yet Steve, particularly then, is is very much alone. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, he does seem to be. Although he's had, he, don't, he, he did have a relationship, didn't he? But a really crappy one. Didn't seem like a close relationship. I mean, that's what they're talking about here, really, isn't it? They're talking about yeah. intimate relationships with people. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, it says, no, the OAs pick people. Kind of randomly, hasn't she? Just thinking, did she purposely choose people that were alone in order to 
No, she chose, chose people on the basis of whether they're happy to leave their front doors open or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and their flexibility. Yes. What, for the movements? Yes. Yeah, yeah she said, I want to be flexible. Yeah. Yes. I didn't completely understand. And again, it does risk us losing a bit of sympathy for Steve because it's a... I never lose sympathy for Steve. No. He's too, he's too interesting and too screwed up to lose sympathy yeah. for, I think. I, I certainly still, you know, I want him redeemed. I want him yeah. to be in a better place by the end. I feel like he will be because otherwise it would be really depressing. It would be really depressing. <laughs> yeah, I do hope so. Yeah. But we will have to wait and see. I feel like there's a hell of a lot of stories to say in the last episode. But mm. um, I suppose because mm. we haven't been paying attention to the length of the episodes, so, you know, we've had all these different length episodes. It's possible that last is 16 long. hours long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, is this ever going to end? <laughs> Such a plan, plan when we watch it. You know, I might get some food in just in case to like, have a yeah. snack in the middle. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's try and avoid actually yeah. seeing the length of the episode before we watch yes, it. Yes, let's definitely try and avoid that okay. on the last one. Okay, so, uh, so next time will be the last episode of the OA. Da, da, da. So as we only have one more episode left, um, if you we're going we're to start doing some other podcasts. Uh, we're going to start a new one in April for uh, the third season of Better Call Saul. Uh, Which naturally follows on from the OA. Yes. Really. <laughs> so if you, if you like our podcasts and want to be... Um, Want us to let you know when that starts? Uh, there's a you can sign up on the mailing list on the website. Any of the pages that have our podcast on have a, a subscribe um, little box for the mailing list. So that's uh, ethancrane.com, C-R-A-N-E. Or and if you can email us with answers to any of the rather frivolous questions that we had earlier, uh, the email address is theoveranalysispodcast at ethancrane.com. But otherwise, we shall see you for the last episode. Yeah, see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you.